Welcome <laughs> to episode six of Stay at Homer, where two British men talk through The Simpsons episode by episode while in coronavirus lockdown. I'm Tim Tucker. I am a author and author. Um, I'm also a digital marketer. Um, I'm an ex-journalist. I'm all sorts of things. I'm Andrew Lowe. Uh, I'm an author. I'm an ex-journalist. Uh, and I also edit books and, yeah, I like most other people in the world i'm currently just sort of sitting around wishing things were different <laughs> yeah the uh, emotions it's a roller roller coaster of emotions we're going through i don't know about you but um this yeah. lockdown day by day but um we're helping to keep our spirits up by watching old simpsons episodes in order um and uh, and talking about it which which seems to be helping um certainly on my side i sort of hope that um, it kind of comes across as almost like a little bit of a journal of our time in the, during these crazy times, but also um, hmm. uh, on our 670 something episodes of The Simpsons, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and I'm so so I'm kind of hoping it's a task that <laughs> we won't get to finish in some respects. Yeah. But I, I would imagine that hmm. once all this does go away, then we'll um, we will carry on and sort of see it through to the end. Let's let's hope so because it's been fun and um, and enjoyable and in some ways informative uh, as we reflect back on yeah. what I think is probably the best TV show of all time. I'm going to say certainly yeah. the best comedy. Well, I think yeah. it is. I think it's mm. you know probably the best thing of all time. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you know, behind sort yeah, of production. like I don't know oxygen, sort of sex, <laughs> alcohol. Yeah. I don't know. There's a kind of few sort of like classic things that everyone loves. Uh, but It's in the top five, yeah. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. So we've got to episode six, mm. Moaning Lisa, which we approached with some trepidation. Let's see what we make of it. Written by Al Jean and Mike Rice, who've already written an episode, and first aired February the 11th, 1990, which uh, I did a little bit of digging as we were reflecting on the 90s, and apparently this is when it was announced that Nelson Mandela would be released from prison. There you go, mm. for a bit of context. Okay. Um, yeah. What were you What uh, were you doing, Tim? What were you, What were you doing at this time? Do you think? Bit of context I, again. I can't remember. Can you? Nineteen ninety. <laughs> well, I was I was in a band. Actually, I, I do remember. I was I was in. I was, it was my brief period uh, as a professional musician in a band um, right. with an album out, um, yeah. or just about to release an album. What about you? Um, <clears throat> I think I was sort of. I think it was university. I think um, it's a strange time, ninety, because I think I was probably just finishing or just maybe in the third year or something like that, second year. I don't know. It's a bit right. blurry. But yeah, generally, um, I think the beginning of the nineties is a little bit of a strange time. Generally, isn't it? It's sort of a bit of a tick over, and yeah, uh, I think grunge was on the way. Music was a bit of a in a bit of a strange state. Your band, accepting your band. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. No, we'll we'll keep a little um, tab on our um, uh, our adventures during the nineties. Um, <laughs> it's an extraordinarily long time ago, and amazing how fresh most of these episodes are. But let's see what we make of this one. So the chalkboard, I will not instigate a revolution. Not bad. Not a gags it yet, but um, yeah. The couch it's... gag. All they seem to have got to with the couch gag is someone popping out every episode. So it was Maggie's turn this time. Yeah. Uh, but she's caught by Marge. Yeah, they must they must be starting to have a conversation about it by now, thinking, 
we can't do the do a different one every time. That's a, that'll be impossible. Um, yeah. But, but soon yeah. they do. I mean, soon they get they sort of cycle through. Don't know about. Don't know, mm. maybe twenty or thirty different ones. Yeah, you get a few repetitions. Yeah, and then later um, on they start to get really creative. Yeah, absolutely. I've got some stunners ahead. Mm. Um, what this episode is all about is Lisa, as we know from the title, and it starts with a bleak-looking Lisa listening to sad music uh, in the bathroom with glum toothpaste. I noticed in the background. Oh uh, yeah. Um. And Homer knocking on the door, trying to get her to get out so he can get in. It's really just an intro of, of Lisa wandering around the house being glum, isn't it? That's, that's all we can really say about this sort of start of this episode. Yeah, I suppose it's sort of the... Well, coming back to it, I was originally thinking, this is a bit hard work, this episode. But actually, I found it quite touching and interesting in yeah. terms of, um, you know, it's about her mental health, isn't it, really? I was going to say that the the, um, the spectre of depression rears its head, doesn't it? And um, that wasn't a topic for mainstream TV, let alone animated cartoons at that point in time. Yeah, and I think that's played out by the fact that the family were confused and don't really know how to how to how to handle it. Yeah, I mean, classically, Homer doesn't even notice, does he? Yeah. That <laughs> um, she's depressed. Um, uh, you know, even when she says a simple cupcake will bring no pleasure, which yeah. <laughs> It's got to be in the depths of uh, of depression if you're feeling like that about cupcakes. Yeah, there's a conversation um, there about uh, the pleasure principle, isn't there? But maybe that's for another day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, various shenanigans going on around her, nothing of note apart from Homer losing his keys. And then we cut to Lisa at band rehearsal. I think that's the first time we see that. And I've been noting there's been no variation in her sax solos in the intro, even though I queued up by saying there is variation. I think it comes up maybe after this one because she does a crazy bebop solo in the middle of God Save the Queen. Why are they playing God Save the Queen? Does, does that occur to you? That's Unless they dub that over for the British audience and the, if you watch the American version, it's the American national right. anthem. But Maybe it's just easy for kids. Yeah. Because it is a dirge, isn't it? God Save the Queen. <laughs> it is at the best of times and certainly in the yeah. hands of high school kids, but um, she plays a crazy bebop solo in it, which cues up her creativity. Mm. Um, we get, um, I mean, you know, feeding time. Lisa's still looking glum. We're quite a few minutes into the episode with a glum tea girl. Um, mm. uh, I was going to say teenage. She's, I don't know how old she is. She's about eight, isn't she? No, she's mm. older than Bart. Um, too sad to play dodgeball. Um, there's a, a bit of brightness when Homer and Bart are playing Super Slugfest. Um, yeah, which is great to see video games rear their head in The Simpsons at last. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's quite a sophisticated looking video game, isn't it? Like a sort of uh, photorealistic boxing beat 'em up. <laughs> yeah, and they're playing with um, joysticks, which uh, takes me back. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, there might actually be people listening to this who. They've never used a joystick, <laughs> but, but you know, joy pads. I suppose you know, kind yeah. of the same thing now. Very sort of, yeah, using your thumbs instead of your instead of yanking, yanking thing around. Oh, by the way, yeah, Mark, having... I've got to say, Lisa, Lisa is actually younger than Bart, isn't she? She's eight. She's of course she is. Eight. Sorry, yeah, and Bart's ten. Yeah, that will, that's important when we get to the babysitting episode. But um, yeah. yeah, um, thanks for that correction. Yeah, and there's, I think that, you know, nowadays like gaming pads have about 30 buttons on them, don't they? Whereas that one has just a joystick with one button. So 
Um, you know, games did work like that one day. Yeah, uh, I, I preferred it in the, old, the in the olden days, Tim. Did you? Yeah, yeah. just the one button. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> took more skill. Um, yeah. It's it's quite fun seeing um, Bart, uh, you know, kick Homer's butt on the on the play on the gaming station they're using. Gaming station, I was going to say. Um, Marge kind of has a note from school about Lisa, which surprises them because they usually get a note about Bart, presumably. And um, it just says Lisa refuses to play dodgeball because she is sad. <laughs> from Principal yeah. Skinner. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Fair there's a difference between sadness and depression. Yeah, people are saying that she's sad when actually. She's more existentially troubled. Yeah, definitely. We know from her intellect that, that it's not mere sadness. There's something else going on. Yeah. Uh, in fact, actually, we'll talk about what is going on because it doesn't really come to any specific incident, which is what points it towards depression rather than being sad about something. Mm. Um, Homer displays, he says, I have feelings too. My stomach hurts sometimes. And, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm going crazy. <laughs> Very base level uh, emotions from Homer there. Mm. Um uh, but Lisa's response is, well, how can we sleep when there's so much suffering in the world? So she's definitely going through something existential here, one would think. Yeah. And so, you know, she she's trying to find something that is going to connect with the way she feels. That's classic kind of, you know, you young uh, depression where you're not really sure who you are. You're not really sure where you're going. So you, you know, you often you sort of turn to music, a specific kind of music that you feel reflects the way you, uh, the way you feel, don't you? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, and um, you know she does find <laughs> solace in in her music, which yeah. is um, which is lovely because she's obviously you know we've all, we've already recognised in previous episodes that she's intelligent above her years. She's also creative. She plays the saxophone, and uh, you know she gets told to keep it down <laughs> by Homer, but in that moment of quiet, she hears a saxophone playing across Springfield, and, and off she treks to find the source of that sound, and it's. Um, Bean Gums Murphy. Um, so I'm going to say this is his first appearance. He doesn't make many appearances. I think maybe one more, actually. Maybe a couple. I don't know. But uh, here is his first appearance. I get um, the feeling that that one of the writers maybe was into his blues, perhaps. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, maybe one of the senior writers or maybe even Matt Groening himself and has kind mm. of, you know, sort of forced this storyline through a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously Lisa playing saxophone continues, uh, but, um, but yeah, this particular mentor, um, is very early, early character who, who doesn't really do a full run. Um, but he, yeah, he quickly becomes a mentor. Um, we'll, we'll come back to him in a minute, but we cut back to Marge dreaming, um, uh, about her own mothering, uh, her own mother, making her smile when she wasn't feeling happy and Homer dreaming about being <laughs> beaten up by Bart, <laughs> mm. um, which, uh, which is a good dream. Uh, by the way, there's a great Homer scream here. One, I, we talked yesterday about sight gags. One of the things that constantly makes me laugh is Homer's short, sharp scream when, when something yeah. <laughs> un, uh, uh, unexpected happens, like you might open the door and Burns is there and he'll do a short, sharp scream. Yeah, um, it's quite shrill. <laughs> my son and I just laugh every time he does that scream. Um, yeah. In this, he wakes up with a long scream, <laughs> so it's clearly distressing him even more than normal. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, what, what happens from there? Under, oh, yeah, and then we come back to Mark Murphy teaching. So we find out his name is Bleeding Gums Murphy, and he's teaching Lisa and sort of jamming along. And there's a song. Oh, the song is dire, isn't it? 
Um, and just, so, just go back a second, is that because Marge has a dream when she's a little girl, doesn't she? And then her, her mum, yes. who just looks exactly like Marge, says, "Make sure you smile or something, and and go out there and smile," <clears throat> which is obviously put on a face, yeah. Yeah, a little bit ahead of its time again, because talking about how you face the world, how can you, you know, if you're if you're unhappy or you're suffering from depression, how you actually, you know, go out and face the world. And it's not just about smiling or, you know, yeah. it's about um, that, that in a way that's kind of um, repressing the problem, isn't it? It's, yeah, um, it's not the right solution. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, Marge is starting to see that, isn't she, through her dreams. Mm. Her dreams are speaking to her. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's true. There, there is a um, quite a sophisticated and mature theme here, isn't there? Which maybe, yeah. um, maybe has paid back watching further on in life, shall I say? Where that yeah. that definitely resonates. Um, so getting getting the mentor is helping Lisa. Um, meanwhile, um, well, there is. Sort of, it's it's a bit of a slow part this bit because we we get Homer watching the TV news and hearing that there's fires burned down the bowling alley. I think what what the writers are trying to do here is sort of contrast trivial things happening um, with with Lisa's existential crisis yeah. and uh, need to you know need to deal with that. So um, you know it doesn't make for a load of laughs. <laughs> it, apart from when Bart tries to cheer her up by the second appearance of his ringing Mo with a prank call. Yeah. Um, Looking for jock strap. Yeah, um, <clears throat> that's pretty good, isn't it? Because doesn't he? What's her, what's most ultraviolet threat? <laughs> it's, I'll gut you like a fish and drink your blood. Is uh, yeah. is his threat this time? <laughs> <laughs> it's just pretty dark. He <laughs> <laughs> goes dark really quickly, Mo, yeah. doesn't he? Um, yeah, uh, we're going to see more of that in future Simpsons episodes. Um, even that doesn't cheer Lisa up. And um, meanwhile, Homer's dealing with his crisis of, uh, by going down the arcade to get taught by some kid called Howie who's, yeah. who's still on his first quarter <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and kicking everyone's butt at that super slugfest um, which, which is a nice moment of uh, you know again him being trivial not really taking it seriously well, I, like, um, <clears throat> real... I like the fact that <clears throat> sorry Tim I like the fact that he makes Homer bark like a dog in order to help him before he'll help him <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> which is like wonderfully humiliating. <laughs> there's, no, there's no reasoning I, to that, is there? I can't really do that. If people ask me for favours in the future. I'm not. Yeah. I'm just going to say I'll do it if, if you bought like a dog. <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah. yeah just, to just to establish the power relationship nice and early on. <laughs> yeah. Although uh, how he does get called home by his mum, um, who then uh, yeah. sort of points an accusing finger at Homer. Fair enough fair cop um meanwhile marge is properly dealing with the real issue in the heart of the family which is um uh you know giving first of all lisa some bad advice about smiling you'll fit in boys will like you which is mm. resonating with her dream earlier mm. but then as soon as she sees what happens when when lisa gets out and goes to school and, and starts to be you know taken advantage of and told to what does what does the um the band leader say to her hope we don't get any unbridled creativity today <laughs> yeah it's just a superficial you know the point is that uh, as marge's mom told her in her dream just pretending nothing's wrong um mm. might might help you to fit in to everybody else but you're sort of selling yourself short it's not really you so 
Marge gets yeah. that feeling that Lisa, you know, she'd rather have the real Lisa with a, you know, the troubled sort of complex Lisa than this kind of um, anodyne, you know, sort of easygoing yeah. version. Exactly. And and I think the line, the unbridled creativity, uh, realising that's being stifled and that one of the boys is going to take advantage of her by getting him to do her homework. And suddenly you realise you're going to get trodden on just by trying to fit in. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good life lesson. So she screeches the car around, picks Lisa up and has a, uh, a revelation herself about, mm. you know, about this whole existential crisis. It's quite a deep episode, isn't it? Um, yeah. And then, um, you know, Marge basically says you're always going to be supported. It's okay to be sad. Uh, just be yourself, uh, you know, and you always have your family support. And then you get a genuine smile from Lisa, which is, you know, again, I, I was worried about this episode, but this is absolutely proven me, you know, proven me wrong, my mm. sort of selective memory. It's, uh, there's a lot of really sophisticated points being made about mental health and, um, <clears throat> and um, identity. Uh, yeah, which our early no, 20s self didn't pick up on for some reason. Yeah, 30 years ago, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's it's um way ahead of its time in that respect. Um, meanwhile, Homer's dealing with his problem with Bart by uh, he's just about to kick his butt on the video game, isn't he? He's doing well until Marge pulls the plug on it, um, yanking that that potential moment of victory away from him. Um, which when is a little bit but, of irony. When you say butt, Tim, just to pick you up on this, I'm sure yes. there are listeners who are. Who are, who are hearing the same? <laughs> do you mean us? <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> given given that you're British, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, all right, I'll try and be more British. But <laughs> that's that's what we promised in the show uh, intro, yeah. isn't it? Two British men. Yeah. Again, I mean, he kicked his ass. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you're trying to be again. It's it's resonant with the show. You're you're be yourself. You know, just say what you would want to say. <laughs> If I just say arse instead of but, maybe yeah. my life will come together. Yeah. Yeah. Just anyway. be the version of Tim who I who I know, just with all the all the foul, you know, the foul language and everything. <laughs> I think you're, you're editing yourself too much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. This has been good therapy, actually. Yeah. Going through this with Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they all go down to the wonderfully named Jazz Hole. <laughs> I love that the club's called the Jazz Hole, which doesn't sound attractive. And um, reminds me of the club see- in. Uh, Gaspino is irreversible in the Paris sort of fetish club, which is called, which is memorable I've never called, seen that. called Rectum. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the jazz yeah. hole. Yeah, yeah, the jazz hole. Watching Bleeding Gums play and singing Lisa's Blues, I guess is what you call that song. I don't know if it's got an official title, but you know, moaning about a family and and stuff and getting getting it out cathartically through the power of blues. Mm. Um, Thus endeth the episode. Do I normally speak like that? I'm now wondering whether I ever say thus endeth the episode normally. Probably not. Uh, um, <clears throat> no, I don't think you do, just since it's not the 16th century anymore. <laughs> it's a very British way of talking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can you say forsooth, perhaps? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, ever since Shakespeare's time, we British have talked like this. No, so, yeah. um, so what do we make of it? Uh, reassessing. I think we've probably seen something better than we realised uh, our memory served us. It feels, it does feel <clears throat> ahead of its time, doesn't it? it that's the yes. thing, you know. It feels. I think at the time I was getting into the show, and um, I probably didn't see this. 
I probably came to this series a bit later because I probably started watching it from maybe series two, three, perhaps, and which and are golden went, era went Simpsons, aren't they? Those so, two. Yeah, so the pace, the pace of the later series is is um, very very different from this, isn't it? And um, mm. so, but I, but I do think, as I was saying before, it's you know thirty years ago, it feels pretty resonant now. I mean, now you'll probably get you'll probably get um, perhaps some more about gender identity or. You know, you could you could weave something like that in here, couldn't you? This is more about mental health and yeah, and her her feelings of depression, and it's about creativity, isn't it? It's about her need to express her creativity and not Definitely. be stifled and not be not conform, mm. not be something that um, she isn't. Um, yeah, and so it's it's a pretty healthy message, isn't it? I mean, it's really just saying, it's very healthy. Find yeah. find your outlet, find your love, find your passion, something that you can mm. something that you can. Um, sort of pull yourself into yeah absolutely yeah and that that is a, an endure, a, enduring message um it doesn't make for exactly as we said it doesn't make for golden era simpsons snappy one-liners and great um humor but there's a, a vein of warmth and and yeah it's you know it's in places it's funny but it's a, it's a good the, episode from that point and you, you sort of get a, a lot of light relief with the bot and homer um yeah sort of boxing video game little mm. subplot which you know leavens it a little bit isn't it it's not quite so yeah. heavy and, and let's not forget this is probably i mean you said it i think last episode that lisa wasn't quite nailed down yet with her being a bit bratty and so on whereas here we get a fully formed lisa now we know from now on what lisa's all about don't we yeah um yeah we know <clears throat> we know she's the complex one the difficult one the intellectual the yeah. you know the the, the, the sophisticated conscience she has a conscience yeah yeah so you know she's a fish out of water within the family but she's obviously mm. a huge hugely central to the family but she's um i'm sure again there's going to be a lot of a lot of families who would resonate with the idea of a black sheep or one of the one of the people one of the, the members of the family being um you know a little bit different yeah. or going through a phase Definitely. of sort of wanting to escape or be a bit you know, outside of everything. Yeah. And everyone goes through yeah. that stage, don't they? Absolutely. Um, so what I'm going to let you um, give a rating for this first. I want to hear what you're going to say. Yeah, I go for a seven for this. You know, yeah, I, that was I what thought, I was going to go for. I was going to be more like a five or a six, but I was really surprised by it. I was really, I thought it was a really mm. positive, um, you know, it was a really happy sort of um, <clears throat> shock, really. I thought it was going to be, Hmm. I was going to have to grip my teeth and get through it, but um, I was very yeah. pleased to find that um, it's much better than I thought it was. Yeah, me too. Seven from me as well. Hmm. This has been great, isn't it? Going through these episodes in order, actually, because um, that's not, as you said earlier, it's not how I experienced them first time round. So you know, it gives you a new perspective, doesn't it, as you start to see it build as a show. Yeah. So what's coming next? We've got. Um... Oh God! I haven't looked ahead. What's next? Yeah, we've got the um, the call of the Simpsons, which is a great episode. Where oh yes, yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, that's a that's a really good early episode where they go on a camping trip, isn't it? And they get lost in the woods. And um, <laughs> I'm laughing thinking about it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's a great yeah. Homer episode actually. And you yeah. see more of the family together, you know, on a on a trip. And um, yeah, it's a great 
it's just a really good um, sort of they're starting to get into the groove of who the family are and where all the people fit in the family and um, yeah, you know you get a bit of a Homer sort of showcase episode I think coming next fantastic looking forward to that so that will be coming through the podcast airwaves oh God. what do we call them <laughs> The, pi- the podcast yeah. pipes. The pod pipes. The podcast pipes. Yeah, um, yeah. very soon. We uh, yeah, we'll be updating that in the next couple of days. Most people just call but... it the internet, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll try calling it that in future. Well, in, uh, let's, yeah, see, let's, see word... can, let, let's see if we can get that to catch on as a term alternative. <laughs> you know, the information well, the is the highway is kind of now a much a dated term. So. It's true, we yeah. get the pod, the pod pipes to, <laughs> to, to trend. See if that takes off, yeah. <clears throat> I have had a, a hard time with my word usements today, so um, I'll try and brush up on that next time. Did you say with your um, word usement? Usement, yeah. 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 I think it's usage. <laughs> to, to be, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll work on it. I'll read the dictionary between now and tomorrow and, uh, and hopefully brush up. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for uh, paying attention. Do let us know your own thoughts on these episodes and anything Simpsons related at Stay at Homer Pod on Twitter. That's at Stay at Homer Pod. Um, and in the meantime, stay safe and healthy. Yep. Yeah, see you next time.